Welcome to Sportsman of Colorado, Colorado's premier outdoor radio show heard every Saturday afternoon on KLZ 560 with insights on hunting, fishing, archery, guns, and ammo from Colorado's top outfitters featuring the industry's leading experts on how to enhance your experience in the great outdoors. Now, here's your host, Scott Watley. Welcome to Sportsman of Colorado. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hope everyone is enjoying a great weekend. Just a reminder now, if you miss our live show here on Saturdays from 1 to 2, we replay it twice on Sundays, once in the morning and once in the evening. So from 8 to 9 a.m. or 7 to 8 p.m. on Sundays, uh, if you're not able to catch us the full show on Saturday. So hopefully one of those three times will work out for you. Well, we've got a very uh, special guest with us today, and um, Will Marquardt is with us, of course, from Davis Tents. And, Will, first of all, how are you, sir? Hey, Scott. I'm awesome. Great to be with you again. Hey, man, it is great to have you on, and uh, I want to thank you for bringing uh, our next guest to us. And it is Troy Gokritz with Hunt Wars. And if you have not heard of Hunt Wars either, don't feel bad. I hadn't either till a few weeks ago till Will introduced me to him. But, hey, we're going to learn all about him today. So, Troy, thanks for being with us on Sportsman of Colorado. How are you? Oh, doing great. Thank you for having me on. All right. So, Hunt Wars, and that's, that's two separate words, and then Wars is W-A-R-Z, correct? That is correct. All right. So, we can follow you on Instagram, Facebook, all that. That's what I've been uh, doing there. But, so... Just kind of open up, I guess, and just tell us a little bit, you know, about this, about yourself, maybe a little background on yourself, and then kind of what was the inspiration for starting a, a new TV show called Hunt Wars. Sure. So just a quick clarification. We actually uh, have both Hunt Wars with an S or Z. They'll both push you to the exact same Perfect. place. So don't feel nervous if you didn't type it in correctly. You can spell it out exactly how it sounds. So um, we wanted to have a little bit of a different different name with the z at the end but um background on me i uh i'm just a lowly kid from uh utah and grew up in the west hunting my dad um taught me kind of the ways of hunting when i was a little kid grew up with uh six brothers and you know it was it was crazy in our house and we always provided our own meat for ourselves whether it was raising buffalo or it was out hunting so um that was kind of our our way of living and uh it kind of took on a whole new meaning to me as far as hunting is concerned. And then I went on to play uh, collegiate baseball. And so the competitive side of me, especially with all those brothers, you know, was, was very, very alive in my life. And uh, as I've kind of gotten older in age, I've taken up a lot more of the hunting side of things, but I wanted to push myself and try to, you know, compete and, and be competitive. So we came up with an idea. Oh, it was about uh, a year and a half ago of, you know, you're already in the mountains. You're already competing not only against yourself, against an animal, but also those that are, you know, in your hunting area. We're all cordial and, you know, most of the time, I should say, sportsmen are very cordial and, and nice individuals and will help where they can. But in the back of our minds, you know, we're competing. And so we wanted... You know, coupled with that and kind of the hunting shows that, that were on at the time and that I've grown up watching, I wanted to, to actually bring the real the real ups and downs of hunting. And so we we got eight matchups. Um, this last year was our first season. We took applications. We uh, we only had 47 people apply, to be honest. And we, wow. we drew 
those teams out of those 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 teams came out of that that application period and we uh we interviewed them we matched them up and we had four elk matchups and four mule deer matchups and these were all, were all archery matchups and so we went to new mexico in september and we chased big bulls for uh we were down there for 24 days um filming and this is re the reality of hunting. This is real hunting. I always say reality, <laughs> and I think that has a negative connotation. Um, right. It's real. There's no second cuts. There's no, you're not going to see, you know, and sometimes our cameramen aren't in the right spot, and we're okay with that. You know, the hunters are there. They're randomly drawn people, everyday guys that show up in camp. We give them the coordinates to base camp about a week before their hunt. About a month before their hunt, they get a hunt and fool membership. They get to talk with their own expert and do a lot of e-scouting. But we do not allow any in-area scouting until the day before the competition. That way we have a level playing field. Um, These guys have never stepped foot there. They have the same rut patterns. They have the same public land hunters to deal with. And their matchup is during that seven-day period, and it's whoever can kill the, the scoring metric for season one was the largest gross scoring elk or mule deer um, plus the age. Um, the, the age actually gave them double points. So if it was a five-year-old or six-year-old bull, they'd get 12 points for that. And we had every animal aged. And then on top of that, we did a shot deduction. And most people are, you know, asking shot deduction. We, we wanted our hunters in as close as we possibly could get them. So from zero to 40 yards was no deduction on their score. That's, that's okay. the sweet spot. That's where we wanted them. Uh, 40 to 60 was a 10-point deduction. 60 to 80 was a 20-point deduction. And 80-plus yard shots were a 30-point deduction on their score. And they could bring a spotter. Cool. Yeah. We, uh, we, we, we did the scoring metric. I love gross score. I've always been a gross score guy. So for me, that's kind of been, if the animal's grown it, let's count it. And, um, and so we wanted to kind of keep it simple, but also have some um, other factors that would play into the total score. And when these guys showed up to camp, we had a ton of gear sponsored. Uh, Davis Tents was one of those sponsors. We had all their tents set up. Um, stoves in them. It was it was a very nice base camp for these guys to come back to every night. And then on top of that, we had Leopold Optics. We had Peak Refuel. So if they wanted to spike out a night, we had all that gear ready for them. Hmm. Um, we had everything you could think of in camp to help these guys be successful. Um, and then uh, as far as how the competition plays out, they both had cameramen with their group. And those cameramen would follow them around for seven days and, you know, learn from them. You know, just basically two buddies hunting. You had a spotter or a caller and a shooter. So they had to to dictate who was going to be their shooter uh, before the matchup started. Two-man teams made up the group then? Yep, two-man teams. Two-man teams? Okay. Yep. And, yep. You know, uh, you know, it's always funner to hunt with a buddy. And I thought it would be better to bring a buddy and have them you know, helping out than, than just one-on-one. And we might have some one-on-one matchups, solo matchups down the road. But, yeah, th- these matchups were all two-man teams. Yeah, that's cool. So you talked a little bit about, you know, what it looked like as far as uh, prior to the hunt, when they learn about where they're going and, and so on. What kind of 
from a time commitment standpoint, if somebody applies and is selected, I mean, what what is somebody looking at? Um, nice part is is not a ton. I mean, we just have you there a day or two early um, to shoot some background information on. You know, we want we want our our people, our viewers, knowing who these hunters are. You know, we had a construction group from Montana. These guys are everyday guys. And so we obviously know they have to take off work, so we're, we try to accommodate that as much as possible. So it's, it's not a ton of time. Um, this year in Season 2, we will be sending out either GoPros or camera camcorders to each team that's selected so that they can film workouts, um, shooting sessions, you know, gear lists, all of that stuff as their gear is showing up. We want to kind of give the full experience of Hunt Wars to these teams. That's super cool. I love that idea, and especially as it relates to fitness. You know, that's such a part of kind of the hunting culture, uh, especially among young people today. Yeah, yeah. I, I uh, we had one matchup this year that was a our what we're calling our inexperienced matchup. Both these teams had less than a couple years of archery elk hunting experience, and I wanted to show the contrast between an inexperienced group and an experienced group and just show the difference in calling techniques and playing the wind. And we got exactly what we, you know, what we wanted out of that. And, and, uh, the, uh, man, those, those inexperienced guys, they really hustled and it was Hmm. cool to watch those guys really grind, grind it out. They, uh, had some tougher conditions. It was hot and dry in New Mexico this year. The bulls weren't bugling as much, and so they had to kind of de- dig deep to, in their, you know, limited experience to try to fill their tag. So that was a uh, that was a fun fun matchup to watch unfold. And then the experienced guys showed up, and you know, just the calling and and knowing you know what country looks more elky than other country. Hmm. It just it, it was it was cool to watch the contrast between those. So right, if you're just joining us. Troy Gokritz is our guest from Hunt Wars, and also Will Marquardt from uh, Davis Tent, a uh, great friend of our show here. And uh, so when you um, first, you know, find out that you win and all that, so the gear that you're talking about, so you got great sponsors like Davis Tent, and then um, the guys, do they get to get that gear to their house and figure out how they want to do yep. their own packs, or do they just wait till they get there? No, so we we send all the gear to their house um, prior to the hunt. So that way they see what they've got. And then on top of that, they can add in any supplemental gear that, you know, we maybe didn't sponsor that they want to bring. So um, that's kind of the nice part is is they get that uh, in the mail before. And then we also have a prize pack for each competition. I mean, it wouldn't be a competition if we didn't have, you know, something to win. So. Our winner's prize pack uh, was from our awesome sponsors at Prime Bows. Uh, each winning pair, so the two guys that win both get Prime Bows. Um, they both get canvas cutters, and then they also uh, both get Solo Stoves, Crispy Boots, and Black Ovis Pants. So we have a pretty wow. cool prize pack for those guys as they win, and that's sitting right in camp that they look at every day. So... It's actually kind of fun to see the motivation of these guys. And, you know, that was the one thing I can say that I I was hoping for that actually I felt was way 
you know, way awesome to see, and you'll see it throughout the video. These guys don't come back to camp. These guys push themselves harder, mm-hmm. and, and we interview them on that. And they said, yeah, I mean, we're thinking if we're sitting at camp and the other group's out, they have a better chance to kill than we do. So it, the competition really brought out the very best in their in their hunting abilities. Wow, that's so cool. So when you um... – do you pre-decide then, uh, and like I say, you did the, the four elk and the mule deer uh, this time, would there be different species kind of, of different uh, animals that you'll hunt uh, as you move forward with different seasons? Yeah, actually season two lineup is awesome. So we added uh, some hunts to season two. So season one was eight, and they were all archery. Season two, we're actually adding two antelope teams that will be rifle hunts. We're adding um, our, I love our four archery elk hunts, so we'll do those again. Um, those will be in September. Instead of four archery deer hunts, we're doing four rifle deer hunts this year. Okay. And um, so they'll, they'll actually be a rifle, a couple of rifle hunts now this second season. And then we're actually doing a fast and furious duck hunting, two teams, two days, and we'll have a total point build out of different, different duck species limiting out you know if you miss a shot that's a deduction so we'll uh we'll we'll end season two with a couple of duck hunting teams okay great. holy cow if i was on that duck hunt i'd hope i couldn't go into negatives because uh, <laughs> i've been known to miss a few ducks <laughs> yeah so and so how the drawing works is everybody is applying right now. Our applications will go probably, uh, I think we'll probably end them right at the beginning of June. So so everybody can apply. It's $100 uh, per team, so $50 per guy. Um, not only does that put you in for the 12 spots. So how it works is we have 12 spots on the board. We pick 12 names. We call those individuals, we interview them, we make sure that they fit in the matchup and that the dates and the time and everything we can possibly do to make the matchups work, and we get our 12 teams all set. And then um, also, when you put in for our our application, we will be giving away uh, awesome gear from all of our sponsors along the way for just our applicants. So if you put in, your name's already in the hat as well for any gear that we give away along the way. Wow. And you just go to huntwars.com to apply? Yep. Yep. No no crazy information. Okay. Just your your name, your teammate's name, you know, a few questions of, you know, how you like to hunt, your hunting experience, just so that and then we, we have a trophy picture section where guys can just go sub in one one picture of, you know, an animal they killed. I promise you, if you go put in 20 pictures, it doesn't help your chances. It's a random draw. <laughs> I always get guys that send me a ton of pictures. They're like, look at all this stuff I've killed. I'm like, that is amazing. You look really lucky. Hopefully your luck continues, you know. Right. So, yeah, they, uh, they go apply there and check out. You get a receipt, and then you're in for all the drawings. And uh, like I said, last year I only had 47 teams, and if you're drawing 12 out of that, you can kind of do the odds. I mean, it was crazy. Sure you know, odds to be able to go and have a hunt of a lifetime that's professionally videoed, number one, and then have a chance to win and, you know, get those type of gear sponsors and then win an additional prize pack was really amazing for these guys. And it it was really cool to see these guys that could never probably go on the hunt before. I mean, we spent about all landowner tags, 
And so our landowner tags, you know, those those run, we were chasing 350-plus bulls. You know, those are not cheap tags. And I wanted guys to have a great elk hunting experience, a deer hunting experience. So. Wow. So, hey, hey go ahead. Just, go ahead. Just so I, just a clarification on this, uh, uh how, how long are the hunts? Or what are, I mean, I'm sure some hunts are different lengths than others. Or are they all three days, five days a week? Or what, is it, what does that look like? Yeah, so um, for season two, well, season one, we had seven-day elk hunts, um, and they had one tag between the two teammates that they had to fill. And then the deer hunts were six straight days um, down in Arizona. And then season two, it will vary a little bit. The antelope hunts will probably be a a three- to five-day hunt. The elk hunts, I love seven days. I just feel like it gives everybody a chance to really get into where they want to be and, and hunt, you know, a little bit longer. I think our, our deer hunts will also run six or seven days, and then our duck hunt will be, duck hunts will be, you know, a couple of days. So, yeah, that's kind of what we plan on with our people, and they just need to plan work off, and we'll get them the date and the state they're going right off the bat so they'll already know exactly when they're going and what state they're going to and then we'll we'll tell them exactly what unit about a month or two before the hunt okay great now as far as um the the season i I know it's coming out season one so i mean whatever details you you want to give or tease it as they say in the tv industry (laughs) i mean what are we gonna uh kind of tell us a little bit about season one yeah, so season one will air on our YouTube channel, which is Hunt Wars TV, so go subscribe there. Um, also on Carbon TV, which is a partner of ours on, a, on that platform, and then on Amazon Prime. The, one, the two things that you're going to see in season one as a teaser is, number one, we have a draw blood rule all the time. If you draw blood, your videographer is also your referee. So if he sees blood on the ground, that is your animal. We are very ethical. We want to stay that way. And so you'll see uh, a team that has that that rule actually invoked, and they have to hunt that animal for the remainder of their hunt. And those guys grind it out trying to find that thing, and you'll see if they find him or not. Um, the other portion to season one is we had guys, I mean, these are public land hunts. These aren't canned. These aren't private land. Like these are our public land, and they deal with a lot of public pressure. And some of our, our uh, some of the matchups went to a sudden death shootout. So if either team does not tag out in the seven day or six day hunt, then we actually do a archery shootout on the the next last day and declare a winner. So after the hunt is done we the next morning we do a shootout for the win and so you get five arrows and you each teammate has to shoot an arrow at 40 each teammate has to shoot an arrow at 60 and then we allow you to choose your best shooter for a shot at 80 and it's a point system and we also threw in a couple of fun little things where they had to hold their drawback for a minute before they could shoot at 40 uh they had to kneel at 60 and then their 85-yard shot, you know, with the wind and those high, those high uh, country hunts, there it, it was getting a little crazy. But you know, five arrows for about five thousand dollars worth of prizes. So these guys are feeling the pressure every shot. So it, it's fun. That is so cool. So cool. 
Once again, if you're just joining us, Troy Gokritz is with us. It is Hunt Wars, and uh, as uh, Troy uh, defined for us, you can spell that wars either way, W-A-R-S or W-A-R-Z, but you can go to huntwars.com, and uh, I just was doing that while we were talking here, and you can see the application. They have made it extremely simple and very, very easy to do, and season one, uh, as Troy mentioned, is just about to open up, and then um, season two, and so uh, we'll be coming. So we'll certainly do all we can to follow this. And, and Troy, if it's all right with you, man, when you get your winners on, um, uh, we would love to, you know, get them on. And um, or even just both teams competitors, just to kind of let them talk about it and talk about their experience and all that. So uh, open invitation there to uh, continue to. Yeah, uh, it would, you, you would have a blast talking to these guys after their hunts. They, uh, you know, the, some of these guys, they wish they could go back, and other guys said uh, it played out exactly how it was supposed to. And you're going to see the highs and the lows. You know, some of these guys go way high at times, and, and other teams are way, way low. So it's, uh, it's a wild ride out there. But, yes, uh, we're looking for all everybody, any type of team. You know, um, it doesn't have to be experienced, experienced guys like our matchups and the teams that we draw, we'll just match them up as, as good as we possibly can, and and then we let it ride, you know, and we, we, we love to have the real hunting experience, and that's kind of been the whole MO of the show is, you know, GoPros in the vehicles. Let's hear what these guys are talking about. Uh, we did add a matchup for Season 1, and it was a all-traditional archery matchup between Aaron Snyder of Kafaru versus South Cox of Stalker Stickbows. And that was an amazing matchup. Um, Those two with with traditional archery equipment down in Arizona chasing big bucks, you know, that's a great episode. That's going to be some awesome footage. And you're going to see these guys who are – probably some of the best high country hunters I know go <laughs> yeah. to the desert and have to adjust their strategy completely. And that is, that is, uh, uh, one of the episodes or one of the matchups that we had in season one. And we'll continue to, you know, our 12 matchups are, are random draw. We'll probably add an additional matchup or two for different brands in the industry. I, I really like having a Sitka versus Kuyu you know, matchup. That would be a really cool matchup to see where they send their best hunters. Sure. And they, you know, we, we can do different brands in the hunting world that match up really well. And so we'll also feature those. And those are, are just us picking, you know, two brands that we really want to go feature. Wow. Well, that is so cool. Will, any follow-up questions from you, sir? Well, no, I just want to say that, you know, I, I got to know Troy this summer and, uh, a little bit and uh i you know i didn't i was a little bit skeptical at first and uh boy i think uh from everything that that i've heard and uh i, I think this is a super cool con you know concept yeah no I doubt think, uh, troy you know as a sponsor you always kind of get concerned about whether people are going to honor you as a sponsor and i mean everything troy has said he's done and uh i'm proud of him and think he's got something really cool going here so way to go troy <laughs> Thank you, Will. No, that's yeah, awesome. We couldn't, have, we couldn't have done it with our spot without our sponsors. Sure. I mean, man, the, the like, geez, the weather down in New Mexico was pretty crazy, and 
you know, just, just talking about Davis Tents, like I didn't know Davis Tents before I met Will at the Total Archery Challenge. He mm-hmm. walked me around his tent, told me kind of how particular they are in the details, and man, those details matter. Yeah. Those <laughs> details matter. So I, uh, I was super grateful for them to, to believe in me, and uh, we're going to take this thing uh, to the next level. This is going to be a really fun, exciting show that people can go on and it's going to be different personalities every time. We'll probably have a winter season at some point, but for us it's about getting new people, new personalities, you know, that that never have been on a hunting show to be on a hunting show. Sure, sure. No, I think that is so cool and man, great great concept as Will said and great idea and we will certainly love to follow you along the journey. So, um, man, anytime there's something we need to know to get out to our listeners, let us know, and uh, we will follow this. And like I say, get your uh, contestants if they would like. You can give them our information, and uh, we'd love to get them on and let them talk about being on Hunt Wars. Yeah, absolutely. We can even get some uh, once we draw our next competitor, our next contestants. We'll uh, we'll get them on here to trash talk a little bit, Scott. Yeah, hey, that'll work. <laughs> that'll work, man. Well, Will, first of all, appreciate your time, and thank you for setting this up for us and uh, letting us know about Hunt Wars. And, yeah, this is going to be fun. Yeah, this, so this is be very, very cool. And, uh, Troy, thank you for your time, and uh, congrats on, you know, coming up with an idea and then getting it to come out right like you thought sometimes doesn't work out a lot of times but man it sounds like this is just this is going to be huge i'm just going to tell you uh this is going to be huge so congratulations on a good concept a good idea and then seeing it through thank you very much we're excited season two is going to be going to be great so we're uh, we're really excited about it all right you can follow them on instagram again and of course facebook i'm sure as well it is hunt wars and you can do w-a-r-z or w-a-r-s and uh go on and apply hey here's one way you're not going to win if you don't go on and fill out an application so go on put on application and uh it sounds like it will be an awesome awesome time so gentlemen thank you both and uh we will catch up soon thanks Take care, Scott. All right. That is Will Marquardt with Davis Tent and Troy Gokritz with Hunt Wars. You're listening to Sports from Colorado. we got to take a short break. We'll be back with more right after this. Hi, this is Scott Watley for my friends at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. And not just my friends, but truly the staff at Lone Tree feels like part of our family. Since 2002, they have provided the very best care for our pets. What we love about Lone Tree Vet is the services they provide covers all of our needs. From preventative care, dentistry, pain management, cardiology, dermatology, and eye care, as well as emergency and critical care. They also offer veterinary surgery and orthopedic care. And when you need to get away, they have a fantastic boarding lodge and a cat boarding lodge that is amazing. If your pet gets to go along, they can even assist you with your travel health certificates. And when your dog needs a little extra instruction, check out the K9 Academy. They helped us so much when we got a new puppy last year. And then of course, there's a spectacular grooming salon that you and your pet will love. All of this and more at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. Oh, and check out the blogs to help you become a better parent at LoneTreeVet.com. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, they believe that all pets deserve to have a good life. Call 303-708-8050. That's 303-708-8050. It's just one stop and all the care you need. 
Hi, Jack Corgan for Len Lyle Chevrolet. Len Lyle Chevrolet is open and safe. It's truck month, and they have the best deals of the year on all trucks and SUVs, like up to 10000 off on half-ton Silverados. Or come check out the all-new Tahoes and Suburbans for 2021. Len Lyle has been there for 35 years, and low overhead really does mean low prices. Check them out on the web, lenlylechevy.com. Go east and pay the least. Chevy. Find new roads. This is Scott Watley for my friends at Phoenix Weaponry. Phoenix Weaponry is proud to announce their new 10,000 square foot facility is now open in Berthard, Colorado, located at 504 North 2nd Street. With this expansion, Phoenix Weaponry offers a new retail area and expanded gunsmithing in Duracote and Cerakote areas. Family-owned and operated, Phoenix Weaponry offers the finest in competition, hunting, and long-range precision firearms. Also, suppressors from 22 long rifle to 50 caliber for rifles, pistols, and shotguns. Phoenix Weaponry also offers gunsmithing services and restoration repairs from antique to modern firearms. Building your firearm dreams into reality. That's Phoenix Weaponry. Call them now, 720-340-2496, or visit them at phoenixweaponry.com. Rush to Reason with John Rush, weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560. Welcome back to Sportsman of Colorado. Again, thank you so much for being with us. Hope everyone is having a great weekend. And, hey, if you're up near Loveland, stop by real quick and see our next guest, Aaron Casey with Phoenix Weaponry at the P.E. Gun Show. This is just with the west side of the Cracker Barrel there in Loveland. So, Aaron, I know you guys are busy, but, uh, hey, thanks for taking a few minutes and being with us on Sportsman of Colorado. Anytime. Well, we appreciate it. All right. So, uh, man, it's got to feel good to get out in public and have people set up a booth again and have people walk yeah. by and get to visit with people again. Man, what a crazy yeah, time. Uh, <laughs> it's a tough time to be in business when you're selling stuff to the public and, and uh, the powers that be really don't like your advertising on social media platforms, and then they shut down all the big shows. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's been entertaining. Man, I imagine. So, you know, when you look at when you first started this to now, what would you say has kind of changed the most um, – and you know with ARs and just what customers are wanting and what they're looking for uh what's kind of changed the most uh, right now it's just absolutely ammo uh everybody's yeah. ammo <laughs> um but no it's uh it's nice to watch the customers grow with us you know when we get out new products they're they're excited about them our suppressors are doing very well now uh, the 4570 auto of course you know has been going for several years the new 300 Winchester short mag has been a big hit our integral suppressed guns, um, as we kind of morphed into an integral suppressed manufacturer, then you know our customers follow us right over there, and so it's it's nice to watch our customers kind of come with us on our on, on the direction that we're heading, or sometimes even steer us where they, you know, when a customer come in and said, "Hey, I want an integral suppressed shotgun," I'm like, "Well, I was thinking about it, so mm-hmm. we made it for him, and he has one of the very first ones." Well, cool. And, you know, a lot of this, too, I think is, and it was for me when I first met you, is just kind of the education side of what really is the difference when you buy a custom <laughs> weapon versus just yeah. picking something off the shelf. Because when you've bought guns off the shelf your whole life, you really don't know any difference until you shoot something from Phoenix Weaponry. <laughs> yep. No, it's a, I like watching people's face because you, you can talk, you can talk, you can talk, and it means nothing. 
you hand them a gun, you take them to the range, and all of a sudden they start shooting, you know, much better than they ever had before. Um, just the, the fit and finish of the weapon, the lack of, you know, bizarre behavior by the weapon. It just, uh, you know, people really enjoy that, and it's fun to watch their face when they do it for the first time. Sure. You can check out the website. It's phoenixweaponry.com. And, uh, again, the shop is up in Bertha now. And, uh, but when you first moved in there, I thought, well, wow, man, think of all that room you've got. And being up there the other day, son, you could use a, you could use a double uh, what you have now because, man, you guys have jammed in the machines and all the things that you do there. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I, I kind of thought I was going to have at least a couple more years of space, but I kind of got carried away. So, yeah, we've got, you know, all dozen machining centers going now, the wire EDM. Probably have a couple more machines coming here soon. Um, you know, we got six gunsmiths. We got to make another bench. We got a seventh gunsmith coming on. So, I mean, it's just, uh, you know, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know what we're going to do. We're going to put some shacks outside. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, and we'll have to get Will over at Davis Tent to put you some tents yeah. up. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I haven't talked to him since uh, I think last year's ISC show. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was actually just on the show with us. Uh, yeah, had him on cool. here for a few minutes. Um, so. At, at the gun shows and all, um, now, I mean, that you're starting to get to see people again and all, what all will you get to, uh, you guys have your normal size booth, I assume, so what all are you bringing out there to show people this weekend? Uh, lots of parts. Uh, we've been making lots and lots of parts because that seems to be the demand right now. So we'll have receiver sets, small parts, uh, charging handles, pretty much everything you need to build your own. Um, and so we'll be bringing all that out. And then, of course, a couple of integral suppressed shotguns, couple rifles um but yeah it's mostly gonna be a lot of parts this time because that seems to be the real drive right now in the industry how do people tell all right so you, you go some you know to, i mean boy i think back you know when the tanner gun show was going strong it seemed like mm-hmm. booth after booth after parts and, and yeah. people don't know all of a sudden they say hey that's the part i need and they don't know mm-hmm. anything about how it's made whatever so what do you yeah. think what would you say really sets um you guys apart and say and I guess I'm, what I want to do is try to educate people. Hey, here's what you need to look for when you're looking at the uppers and lowers and different things, triggers, whatever. Yeah, it's it's a lot of it's the, uh, you know, there's marks from cutting, um, how fast people are pushing things. Um, if it's so cheap that it seems kind of really weird, it probably is. Um, when you're manufacturing, you can only do so many things to cut costs. Uh, one of the things you can do is to cut quality control because uh, a lot of people look at that as straight overhead. Uh, which allows certain items to slip through when they shouldn't be. You can cut your material costs by going to offshore materials or cheaper materials, trying to get you know save a little bit of room there. And the other thing you can do is crank your machines up pretty much way too fast, which then brings more errors into it because the machines are traveling a little faster than they probably should be for their accuracy ratio. So then you end up with you know no quality control, subpar materials, and then of course you know. Cranking up the machines and dropping quality control, then you have all these little things slip through. Um, if you're lucky, they've got a lifetime warranty, you know, and where you can trade it in. A lot of people that just we had a guy bring in three lowers the other day that are all just completely no good. Hmm. Um, we inspected them. Uh, he's having troubles with his triggers fitting and everything else, and it's like I I just don't even know what to say. Right. We have a, another customer who sent me a batch of lowers he had made by another manufacturer. And there's not one good one out of a hundred. We actually inspected everything, and uh, you know, uh, you know, tried to figure out how to fix them for him so he could, you know, stay in business. And there's just no fixing them all. Um, 
it's just going to cost too much money to fix them all. So he's probably going to scrap the entire batch. Oh man, uh, it's it's just hard to watch. You know, I hate watching people just get had. You know, sure. it's just awful. Right. Aaron Casey's our guest. Phoenix Weaponry is the company. Hey, get out to Loveland today, and then uh, of course with our show being on here from one to two, you still got a about three more hours to get out there today uh it is nine to five on saturday and then ten to four on sunday so maybe even hear us on sunday morning from eight to nine uh get out there and see aaron and uh, check out all the different things that phoenix weaponry has to offer and aaron i tell you you know all this integral suppressed stuff um seems to be really really taking off with people whether it be on rifles or whether it be on shotguns yeah it's, it's nice uh, we actually had one of our customers Actually, the guy who wanted us to make the first one for him, uh, he took it out goose hunting, and he said it was just a completely new experience. Um, I can't wait for yeah, yours to get approved. Yeah, I saw that picture, approved. yeah. Yeah, can't wait for yours to get approved so we can go down to Lone Star and I know. start uh, just playing <laughs> with those guys down there some more. No, exactly. So what are you seeing as far as the suppressor thing? You know, you hear some people that, you know, put in for one and do all the paperwork, get it back in three months, and other people it takes 15 months. Uh, there's no rhyme or reason to this, is there? <laughs> No, there's not. Unfortunately, I wish there was. Uh, you could count on something then, but you know, it's it, call it just like the stimulus checks. Some people got them, some people don't. Some right. people they're lost in the mail. Right. You know, whenever whenever Big Brother's doing it, it's always messy. Sure. So, what are you looking at right now? Let's uh, we got a couple minutes here. Let, go through your your lineup a little bit. So, someone's wanting to get into you know the two twenty three five five six. I mean, what's kind of your 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 starting model they're going to be at price wise? Uh, we start with Jane at twelve hundred bucks, and then we start climbing. Lexi's at sixteen hundred, um, which is basically a little bit longer barrel, and then a longer handguard and a, a little fancier paint. Some other options, you know, different carrier. Then we move into Billet, which is Samantha. And then we move into Trouble, which is like got everything we can possibly throw at a gun, and hmm. we got three hundred eights. We got Beth, and uh, uh, you know, there's just all sorts of them on the website now. It's crazy how big the website's gotten, but. Sure. Uh, you know, it's anywhere from you know twelve hundred, eleven hundred for Charlie, all the way up to ten grand for a custom, probably forty-five, seventy, or three hundred short mag. Okay, and you know, right now, I mean, man, everybody's kind of in the same boat, not only with ammo as you mentioned, but just getting parts and different things. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, the best we can tell people is, hey, you, you know, you do your best in the turnaround time, but what do you what are you normally kind of looking at? Maybe three to five months or. Yeah, we're definitely in three to five months right now. Um, we've actually switched around the shop a little bit to start manufacturing a lot of the small pieces that were just easier to buy from uh, other vendors. But because nobody has anything and some of the parts we were getting from other people were out of spec, we actually have started making all the little tiny detents. Uh, we have our own trigger that should be coming out here shortly. Uh, I've contacted several spring manufacturing companies to actually have springs made for us directly instead of hoping that other people are going to spec them out right or the, you know, you have no recourse basically on the, on the batch of springs that you get because the, the company cut a, cut a corner. Gotcha. So we're, we're looking to basically have almost everything completely either made in-house or made locally by other vendors that we know personally. Okay, great. Well, once again, hey, it's been a while since you've been able to get to a gun show. Get out there today. You've still got about three hours left here. Uh, they'll be open till 5 today and then Sunday, 10 to 4. And once again, this is in Loveland, PE Gun Show, and that's on the west side of the Cracker Barrel there 
in Loveland. So, Aaron, hey, man, I appreciate it. And I know we uh, just got some uh, some of your product over at our friends, or we'll be getting here in the next few weeks over at Green Mountain Guns. So uh, yep. that's cool, too. And um, we will try to uh, – any of the other uh, partners around town that um, take on Phoenix Weaponry, we'll certainly uh, promote that for them as well. So just let us know. We appreciate it. We, we love our dealers. You know, they take good care of us. We take good care of them. Yeah, absolutely. All right, bud. Well, hey, it seems like it's 10 years ago already, but Happy New Year to you guys. And yeah, Happy New Year, man. Looks like a lot of fun in 2021 is uh, around the corner for us, man. So, uh, yeah, we'll try to get out there tomorrow and see you. Sounds good. See All right, bud. That's Aaron Casey, Phoenix Weaponry, phoenixweaponry.com. Loveland PE Show. Got a few more hours now, as I mentioned, so get out there and see them. They're open till 5, and then tomorrow, Sunday, 10 to 4. You're listening to Sportsman of Colorado. We'll be right back. The Outdoorsman's Attic is Colorado's very own outdoor gear consignment store. From live bait to goose decoys, from sleeping bags to Sitka gear, you'll find it all at the Outdoorsman's Attic. They offer a great selection of new and pre-owned hunting, fishing, and camping items, and you'll save 20 to 60% off retail. And if your firearm needs cleaning or some work, see Scott the Gunsmith at the Outdoorsman's Attic. And if you've got some gear you want to turn into cash, head over to the Outdoorsman's Attic, located at 2650 West Hampton in Sheridan. Let them know you heard about them here on KLZ 560. Take it from KLZ's personal injury attorney. Distracted driving isn't worth the risk. Kevin Flesh of Flesh and Beck Law has nearly 25 years of experience helping juries understand the true impact of an injury. He knows how to paint the picture in a juror's mind, equipping them to empathize with his client. Take the woman who recently spent 10 months in the hospital unable to see her family the entire time. The value of her case goes way beyond hospital bills because she will never get back that precious time with her grandchildren. You know the statistics. Driving 60 miles an hour, you travel 88 feet per second. It takes you a second and a half to react, which means you've gone about 40 yards, almost half a football field, before you could even start to respond. Then you factor in how quickly your vehicle can stop. Kevin Flesh does his job well, but no amount of money can recover 100% of what you lose. So put your phone away and drive. Is your vision stopping you from enjoying your outdoor activities? Hi, this is Scott Watley for Stack Optical. Get by Stack Optical today and check out the Stack Sports Pack. One great frame where you can easily interchange the lenses to the tent you need for golf, bike riding, shooting, fishing, and yes, even driving. Stack Optical, family owned and operated. They're fully staffed and ready to help you with all of your optical needs. From eye exams, glasses, contacts, and yes, even repairs. And rest assured, Stack Optical has taken every precaution to ensure your safety and that you have a clean environment. 2233 South Monaco Parkway. 303-321-1578. Call them now. 303-321-1578. StackOptical.com. And remember, at Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. Rush to Reason with John Rush. Weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560.
Welcome back to Sportsman of Colorado. We want to thank you for being with us. Just a reminder now, if you miss our live show on Saturdays from 1 to 2, you can catch us twice on Sundays, and that's from 8 to 9 a.m. or once again from 7 to 8 p.m. right here on KLZ 560. And we're glad to kick things off with our good friend Mike Slinkert from Hex, and you've heard a few interviews with Mike, and we're going to be doing several more of these. So, Mike, thanks for being with us today on Sportsman of Colorado. Hey, Scott. Thanks for having me. I appreciate always being on. Absolutely. Well, man, it's that time of year. Man, we're all uh, just thrilled to be out in the woods, I think, with everything going on in politics and COVID and all that. It's just great to be out, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely a lot more relaxing in the woods than it is uh, anywhere <laughs> around uh, media or anything like that right now, no doubt. Boy, no kidding. Well, you know, we always want to be the one to think of that cool idea or that cool product when we see a product like hex and uh just think man i wish i could have thought of that so kind of just uh go back and reflect a little bit on you know how this product even came about well you know um i, I always tell people it was kind of a grand accident in a way but uh, <laughs> um so you know i grew up in very rural eastern oregon um you know cattle ranching was my my grandfather my uncle had cattle ranchers so you know, was able to be around animals my whole life. Um, and, and also, uh, was fortunate enough to grow up in a hunting family, uh, particularly a bow hunting family. So getting close to all kinds of animals has always been, uh, you know, it's always been a part of my life. And, you know, it came to be kind of known by pretty much everyone that, you know, when you get close to an animal, especially a big game animal, and especially if he has any age on him, it's not very long, and even if all the conditions are right, you're going to watch mm-hmm. that body language change, and, and they're going to get more nervous, and, you know, whether they run off or just move away, they, they know something's there. Sure. And, uh, you know, my grandpa, he was a big horse guy. He always used to tell me, you know, the horse knows what you're thinking, whether you know it or not, <laughs> and uh, you know, kind of a famous quote of his. And um, so, you know, it's I've all, we've always known that there was something else there. It's not just the the five senses that we that we recognize that all animals have, but actually, you know, a lot of people call this sixth sense, and it truly is. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, trying to figure this thing out and, you know, being a bow hunter and always trying to get closer and having more, uh, more interaction, um, you know, we kind of went down the rabbit hole of what, you know, what is causing this. You know, we've all seen it. And, you know, through a bunch of originally just online research, um, we started looking at what animals can sense from the electromagnetic field standpoint, uh, particularly as it, uh, you know, as it has to do with how animals navigate. And, you know, if you go down that, you, you know, you, there's a lot known about how they are, the internal compass works, how animals can pick up the extreme low frequency field right. of, the, of the earth for navigation. Birds actually are proven to see it, and there are actually some research now coming out that, that canines actually see it visually as well. But um, anyway, um, we just ask ourselves, okay, so what if we block the field that's coming out of our body? All living beings create this extreme low-frequency uh, electromagnetic field, and it's very similar to the field of the Earth. That was our connection point. And so, you know, we started playing around with how you block it. And actually, to be honest with you, how to block it was the easiest thing. We basically went back to the what's called the Faraday cage principle, kind mm-hmm. of the same uh, principle that you see in the door of your microwave, that little grid that's size and shape to block the electrical field that's coming out of the microwave. We basically integrated uh, a, a conductive 
uh, carbon yarn in a specific grid pattern, just like your microwave uh, oven grid is, and it actually blocks the fields that are coming out of our body. So um, I kind of a long and drawn out, but that's no, really yeah. how, we, how we came about. Wow. And, you know, you do a great job explaining the, this on your website, by the way, which is uh, you can go to hex, H-E-C-S-L-L-C.com, and uh, we'll give you a promo code here in a little bit, uh, save you a little money uh, if you order through our show. But um, when you look at just the fabric itself, how did you come up with the type of, you know, we'll take your initial suit, kind of the mesh thing. How did you come up with just knowing what fabric to use? Because it's really comfortable, too. Yeah, well, the the, the fabric, you know, that, that we picked was, I mean, a lot of our stuff, our basic suit is just a polyester base, pretty lightweight fabric. But it's uh, the grid is, is, the important thing about the grid is uh, that it is highly electrically conductive carbon yarn. And we could use any electrically conductive material. Originally, the original prototypes actually used stainless steel, which you can imagine how oh, comfortable wow. that was. But uh, carbon's very flexible. It's also extremely electrically conductive, and it's actually an interlocking grid. So um, it's a pretty technical fabric in that they actually weave this grid into a particular size grid pattern, and it's all interlocking while they're making the fabric. So it's all all. Uh, you know, made at the same time. But uh, so it's a pretty technical fabric. There's not a lot of places that can do it. But um, yeah, that's that's how it is. And, and so what we did is we just uh, established the wavelength of the, you know, or the height of the energy wave that we were trying to trying to capture. And that's why the grid is sized and shaped like it is. All right. If you're just joining us, Mike Slinker is with us. He's the president of HEX. And uh, we are glad to have Mike with us. Um, so when you uh, your product line, um, boy, like I say, you came out with your original suit there, but now you guys have kind of expanded it and even gotten into some aquatic uh, gear. So kind of walk us through your lineup now. Yeah, so, um, you know, in, in the hunting gear, we have our our basic suit, um, which is a very lightweight. Um, it's, actually, I should back up. We're now calling it our system because there are okay. going to be some uh, some new things coming out. So the important thing about a system is that you cover your your your, your the top, the pant, and the head cover. Yep. Those are the three basic pieces of a system. Um, our our basic one is like, like I said, that very lightweight mesh. Um, we actually just came out with a brand new camo pattern, which uh, everybody seems to be pretty excited about. Um, and we've got uh, a few sizes in stock now on that, and uh, we'll be in about a week or so. We'll be fully stocked in our hex anywhere pattern. That's what we call it because it actually blends in pretty much anywhere. Okay. And then we also have a hex style. That's what we're calling our camo hex style. Is a, a hex style green, and that'll be coming uh, here within before the end of the month. We'll be fully stocked in that as well. So you'll see that throughout our entire lineup coming up. Um, also, we have our base layer system, which is also a shirt, a pant, and, and a lightweight uh, head cover. Um, and uh, very soon, you'll be seeing that in both hex style camo patterns as well. So that's hmm. a little sneak peek of what's coming out okay. uh, here very, very shortly. But um, our base layer is, uh, you know, it's a, a, a tight-fitting underlayer type garment. Um, sort of akin to a, an Under Armour base layer, I guess. Right. And it uh, it has a little thermal, but also wicks moisture and does everything a great base layer does too, and has hex technology. So it's right. uh, really really popular. Cool. And uh, man, I tell you what, I got a pair of your socks, and I'm you know it's weird to say socks are really comfortable walking, but I'm telling you that's a very comfortable sock, and I loved it. Yeah, we did <laughs> we did a lot of work with that too, and and you know I think we have one of the best uh, hunting socks out there just 
as socks go, and again, they have hex in them too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, as I mentioned, I was over in Meeker and we were talking and, um, one of the guys was hunting in a ground blind. And after I told him that he came back and he goes, man, he goes, I got to thinking that'd be really cool if you could make that out of a ground blind. And I go, well, I never thought about that. And I said, I'll ask Mike if that's ever come up. <laughs> uh, it actually comes up a lot. Does honestly. it? Oh, it does. And, and yes, there, there's a, we, we could certainly do a ground blind, and yes, it would work very well. I mean, you got your windows kind of things too, right? Yeah, one yeah. Achilles heel, and that's yeah. the wind. So yeah. basically, if you're not wearing hex clothing and you're in a, in a blind that has, was made out of hex material, your big problem is it would work very well except for where it really needs to, and that's when, when the animal's in front of you. So, <laughs> um, you know, so that's one of those things. We may do a hex blind at some time. You know, there's possibly some ways to do a shoot-through mesh window, um, that might be something that we explore in the future, but um, still, you know, doing what we're trying to do, the best place to block that field is right from the source. So if you're actually just wearing a, a clothing piece, it's going to do the best job of blocking it. This field doesn't leave your body at all, really. And, uh, you know, that's still the most effective place. So, um, yeah, would it work? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Hey, and, uh, you know, and look at all your videos. And by the way, great job on your videos, you know, and, and it's, um, I don't want to bring up too, because we brought this up one time, I think, I can't remember if we were on air or you were just talking, but these are all fair chase hunts. I mean, you're not sitting in somebody's backyard with a fence around it and animals are used to seeing people. These are all fair chase hunts people see on your videos, correct? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, um, a lot of them are actually done on public land, to be honest with you. You know, out, out west, we are blessed with a lot of public land, and and we use that a lot. Um, but, yeah, you know, we don't do any canned hunts, any, you know, tame animals, any mm-hmm. of that stuff. I mean, we're, we're out there. We're hunting right with everybody else. Um, you know, uh, a lot of our mule deer hunts, uh, you know, we're on private ground, but they're actually bordering public, and those deer are going back and forth off of public right. during general season. So, um, so no, I mean, it's it's all real deal. I mean, we don't we don't do any any kind of fake anything. It's, mm-hmm. it's when what you see on our on our shows and on our videos exactly how it happens. Sure, and you know, in watching those, and my main point of bringing that up was, I mean, man, I've seen you know with turkey. I mean, it's crazy how good this works with really everything. I mean, turkey, elk, deer, predator, but it works great on birds, huh? Yeah, well, yeah. birds see the, the these fields visually, so that's why, you know, there's such a, you know, such a big deal with, you know, turkeys and waterfowl. Uh, those things, I mean, you're going to see a difference pretty much every time you wear it. Um, you know, also, we were talking about other hex lines. You know, we have our hex wildlife line, and, and the... Uh, uh, you know, the the bird watchers and people are just, you know, not necessarily hunters, but just trying to get close to uh, to animals, birds, whatever. I mean, it's a big advantage for them as well. So, right. um, so yeah, with birds, it's, a, it's truly a game changer. And like I said, we've done it with every species. The funny thing about turkeys is, you know, a lot of the comments online is, oh, you can't do that with these birds down in, you know, wherever they're at, <laughs> you know. Right. And, We've taken every single species. Uh, I haven't, I haven't yet went down and 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 shot an oscillated yet. But every uh, one of the main species we've actually taken, just like you see it right out in the open. You can get the full draw if you're shooting a bow or raise your shotgun. You're not going to get busted, so it's pretty cool. Sure. Now you know, God wants to take his wife or his kids and all that, and you want everybody dressed in this. You know, to be honest with you, all I need is an XL. So I've never really looked at all the different sizes this is available in. So what sizes kind of do you guys uh, mainly stock? 
Yeah, so in, in our basic system, uh, we do double extra small all the way up to 5XL. So we pretty much oh, wow. cover everybody with that. And that's a really easy-to-fit system. It's, you know, that's just a basic long sleeve t-shirt type shirt the the pants are kind of like a sweatpant i guess Mm -hmm. Um, so that you can wear them over your other clothing or under a lot of people wear it under and it works just fine that way so uh so yeah we can fit just about anybody right right now with uh with hex gear if they if they look around on the website right once again if you're just joining us mike slinkert is with us he is the president of hex and i'd like for you to go to hex it's h-e-c-s-l-l-c dot com and I'll go ahead and throw the promo code out right now we've created, and it is simply Scott KLZ. So if you'll put in S-C-O-T-T-K-L-Z, uh, they've been kind enough to offer us a 10% discount on your order. So I hope you'll go there and check it out. And, again, great website. Watch the videos. Um, check out all the lineup. And uh, as Mike mentioned, uh, this is a good-selling product. So if they're out of stock right now, throw your order in there, and uh, that will be coming in fairly shortly. And, you know, when you look at, Mike, at all the different things that we do and spend money just to get out there in the field, I mean, you guys have kept this at a very, very affordable price, too. Well, we try to, you know. I mean, we are a consumer direct uh, line for the most part. So, you know, we don't have to engineer margin in for, you know, for retailers and things like mm-hmm. that. So it does allow us to, to you know, keep this very, it's a very technical product, but it, it does allow us to keep it at a pretty affordable price. And, and uh, I mean, for me personally, uh, you know, I still get a kick every day out of hearing from people and hearing their, you know, their hex stories and, <laughs> and, and everything like that. And, and you know what, I, I just, it, that's kind of what, uh, what keeps me going every day. And so, you know, being able to, to allow it at a price that just pretty much anybody can afford, it's a big deal to us. Absolutely. So once again, if you'll go to that website, H-E-C-S-L-L-C.com, put in your promo code SCOTT. KLZ, uh, you'll get 10% off of your complete order. And uh, Mike, this is a great deal. And man, uh, you know, I'm really enjoying mine and looking forward to getting a few more uh, other products from you to try those out as well. But um, boy, we all just looking for that extra one thing that can give us that advantage. And to me, this is a no brainer to have. Well, thanks, Scott. <laughs> I appreciate it. And uh, like I said, I, I hope everybody can you know, give give the technology a try. Um, I think you'll get a big kick out of it, and uh, I know for a fact it's going to get you closer. So, uh, Scott, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Hey, Mike, we appreciate it, and we'll look forward to our next visit. Okay, thanks. All right, thank you. That's Mike Slinkard, president of Hex. Again, folks, check it out. And you know what? Uh, Mike has said this many times uh, that he's been with us, uh, that it's still hunting. Okay, it does not make you invisible. You still have to hunt. You still got to be still. You still got to watch the wind, all those different things. But, hey, this is a product that can help you get closer. HexLLC.com, promo Scott KLZ, and that'll save you 10%. I want to thank all of our guests today, but mostly thank you for joining us for Sportsman of Colorado. And a reminder, you can catch a re-airing of our Saturday show on Sundays from 8 to 9 a.m. And once again from 4 to 5 p.m. Hope you have a great day. Leave it right here on KLZ 560.
expressed on KLZ 560 are those of the speaker, commentators, hosts, their guests, and callers. They are not necessarily the views and opinions of Crawford Broadcasting or KLZ Management, employees, associates, or advertisers. KLZ 560 is a Crawford Broadcasting God and Country station.